Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to another episode of your life and restaurant. Episode 40. And it's all about adding value, helping your team grow, helping other girls, have them standing on your shoulders so you can accomplish great things. That's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. And the whole point of it is to teach others what you know. Don't be selfish with the knowledge you have, especially your team members. You need to make sure they're successful. You want your girl, your organization to grow, right? You're committed to making more money. You're committed to having more success. Then you need to commit to teaching others what you know. You need to commit to adding value to them. Teach them different aspects of the business. Developing them. Make sure they're learning. Make sure they're growing. Make sure they're doing good in their in their in their lives. Especially as it affects your organization. Make sure they have a good place to work. Make sure they're getting rewards more than money. Make sure they're getting sometimes even just thank yous. Appreciate you. Great job. Things that don't even cost money. But what I really want you to know that if you want to grow and you want to be successful, you need to teach your team members what you know. Don't hold this knowledge in you. Because at the end of the day, that's what leaders do. That's what world-class leaders do. They teach others. They add value. They be a, they're mentors. You need to become a mentor to be a successful Make sure your team members are successful at their job. You cannot do this by yourself. You need to build a team. I like a quote that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. That's from Simon Sinek. And it's true. Sometimes we worry about too much about going fast and leaving others behind. But the true leader comes down from the mountain and takes his people or her people with them. They push. They pull. But they make sure they're all moving together in the right direction, onward and forward. They need to make sure that this business is a launching slingshot for everybody. And what you need to do is to make sure and ask yourself, how are my team members growing? Am I developing them? Yes, we do work for money. 
it's the number one thing when people usually look for a job, they look for the money. But the number one reason why people quit is usually the, the money. Sometimes why they quit is because of the leader. People don't quit jobs, they quit leaders. That's a very powerful statement you need to remember. People don't quit jobs, they quit leaders. So your job as a leader is to make sure they're not just getting money from you. Make sure they're also getting knowledge. Because it's like I always tell my team, I'm teaching you all this knowledge. I'm teaching you 16 years of experience that I have this. Because I want you to be successful. And guess what? This is knowledge. You take it with you wherever you go. And at first I remember as I'm getting more mature, as I'm maturing on this journey, on this life journey, at first I was selfish. I didn't want people to know my knowledge. But the only person I was hurting, it was I was the only thing I was hurting, I was hurting my business. I was sabotaging it. And that's what distinguishes a lot of people that are more in more of a self-realization is that you will only go as far as your people, uh, the greatness of your people. Because you need them. You can't build an empire without people. You can't build your finances without people. You can't build your personal relationship without people. You can't have your social life without people. You can't even improve your fitness without people. We are codependent of other people in this world. And you are codependent of your team members and their success. And how do they perform? And how do they develop? And what knowledge do they have? And what's so wonderful about this is that When you tell them, you could tell them, you know what, all this knowledge is for you to take, take what you want, use it, be good at your job, and if you ever step out from here, you'll have it with you, and use that to be successful. Sometimes I think about sports teams. How many coaches have assistant coaches, right? Coaches have assistant coaches. How many of them later go on to be head coaches at other teams? A lot. They took that knowledge from their first coach as assistant, and then they go on and be successful themselves or even more successful than their coach they worked under. And you shouldn't see that as competition. You shouldn't see that in a negative way. You need to understand that for you, somebody that you built, for you, somebody that you poured into, that you added value and goals and be successful, that's a very intrinsic reward you're going to receive. It's like giving. 
you're happy. You will be happy somebody goes out there and be successful. And sometimes they might be even more successful than you. But it's what I said at the beginning. It's having them. A true leader has people stand in their shoulders so they could go higher. That leads me to the second part of what I want to discuss today. I said teach them. Teach them what you know. Add value to them. Make sure they're being developed. And a good practice to have is the practice of delegation. Delegate. Delegation is is power. Some people think they have the limiting belief that it can only be done if I do it. I have to be there so it gets done right. That's a very naive statement. It's a very limiting belief. And if you think like that, you won't be able to grow. You need to trust people. If you can't trust them, do you think they trust you? And that's what delegation is all about them. Trusting them that they will get the stuff done. And what I mean by delegation is power is because you're releasing this power that you have and it expands. And this ultimately frees you so you can do the things that only you can do. A good rule of thumb is that if the tasks that you're doing can be done 80% equally effective and efficient by someone else than delegated. 80%. So somebody else could do the job 80% as good as you can do. That's enough for you to delegate. It doesn't have to be 100. 80% because then they will get better. And that frees you to do stuff that you uniquely with your abilities and talents can do. And you keep growing. And they keep growing. And your organization, your restaurant, your business becomes more powerful as a result of it. One of the things that when you delegate, a little piece of advice I would say is that when you delegate, be extremely clear on the results that you want done. Be clear with them when you're delegating a task. Be extremely clear on what you need them to be with. At the end of the day, the activity, the result that must be done. And let them pick the process. This kind of the old question, micromanaging versus macromanaging. Where micromanaging is just a helicopter boss and you're just all over them. But great leaders are mostly micromanagers. They kind of tell you what they need you to be done. The result that is expected. And then let you figure it out. Let you come up with the solutions. And as you become a more mature leader, you start understanding this. And you start having trust and you kind of just let go. And you tell them, yes, I need to have this done. If you have this done, I'm happy. Let them pick their system. Let them pick their way. It doesn't have to be done the same way you do it. It doesn't have to be done the day you do it. Let them pick the system that works for them. As long as you get the result you want. 
because at the end, they will be judged on the result. But you need to be extremely clear on that result. So as you develop people, you're going to need other leaders in the organization. That's something you're going to need. And leadership is influence. So you need to identify people that have influence in your organization. People that are willing to lead others as well. That their leadership capabilities can be developed just as yours. And I mean, even listening to this podcast, what are you doing by listening to this podcast? You're getting knowledge, you're getting education, and you're becoming a better leader yourself. And this never ends. I have stated this multiple times, education, knowledge, this never ends. You will never be, you could be 80 years old. And if you're a leader, my friend, still have lots of work to do. Are we going to be smarter? Are we going to be a little wiser? Yes, we are. But there will always be work. It's never done. It's forever. Leadership's forever. So how do we identify potential leaders in an organization? It's a good question. And the best answer I have is that you identify a leader whenever you see growth around them. When they change stuff for the better. Growth equals change. Change equals growth. So a leader is called for growth. Leaders are called for change. So if you put them in a department, let's say you put them in charge of um, in the kitchen, you're, they're an assistant manager, and you see growth when they're in control, you see change for the better, that person's a leader. Sometimes it gets confused with a manager. Leaders and managers kind of get confused. And there's a distinction between both. Managers are more system-oriented more judges, more strict on the way things ought to be done. And don't get me wrong, you do need managers. Managers have a purpose in the organization. They make sure things get done the way they're supposed to be done in a system way. But sometimes managers aren't leaders. Managers are the ones that adopt the system and they will run through that system till forever. Even though times change and maybe that system's not adequate. That's where a leader comes in. A leader's able to recognize that times have changed. Things need to change. And maybe that system does not work anymore. And sometimes for people that are just have strict manager personalities, strict judge personalities, that will be very hard to recognize. Can a manager become a leader? Absolutely. But they're going to need self-development. And what you want 
you want a mix of managers, mix of people that help you maintain the system. But then you also need leaders that will change the system, that will grow the system when it's time. That brings us to the end of our podcast today, my restaurant leaders. This was episode 40. It's a big, big milestone for this this show. Episode 40. It's, I mean, it says, I say it easily, but it's been almost two years since, since I started this podcast. And uh, I plan on continuing it. And I plan on giving you knowledge and adding value. And, and the biggest reward that can be done for me is that if, if you go out there and you stand on my shoulders and, and you accomplish more than me, that will be the reward for me that my words, little that I know, was able to help somebody be successful, have a better business, have a better marriage, have a better life, be healthier. And part of it is that sometimes you just need people that are out there and and are just telling you good things. Because sometimes what's so out there is so negative and, and you don't want that. You got to stand guard in the door of your mind. You don't want that entering your mind. Sometimes you just need to hear, yes, it can be done. Yes, you can do this. So with my practical tip of the week today is think of... How can I add value knowledge to one of my team members? And which ones do I need to start developing in other positions in my organizations? Think, who can I add value this week? Who needs a little bit of knowledge? What can I teach them? What am I holding back on that I shouldn't anymore? How can I develop them within my organization with different positions of the organizations? And even if they leave me, I will be fine with that because that's their journey. But I know for me and my journey is to be a leader and is to add value. Thank you, my restaurant heroes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your downloads. Thanks for your subscriptions. And we'll come back to you again. In two. And I should be doing three this podcast. Three this uh, in October. I should have, be having three podcasts for you this month. So there should be two more coming for this month have a good one thank you